Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast, the podcast that brings you the latest information on breast cancer research, treatments, side effects, and survivorship issues through expert interviews, as well as personal stories from people affected by breast cancer. Here's your host, BreastCancer.org Senior Editor, Jamie DiPolo. Hello, as always, thanks for listening. I'm podcasting from the 2022 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. I'm thrilled to have Vanessa Ansrez as my guest. Vanessa is a member of the BreastCancer.org discussion board community and also participates in the BreastCancer.org meetups. Well, at this particular conference, she's been meeting with people about the This Is MBC project. Vanessa, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jamie. Thank you for having me here. Well, I am thrilled to be able to talk to you. I've heard so many great things about you from our moderators. So to start, just so everybody can get to know you a little bit, if you're comfortable, could you share a little bit about your diagnosis and treatment? Absolutely. So my cancer story begins back in 2015. At 38, found a lump in my breast and decided to get it checked out to have was diagnosed with a uh, stage 2B invasive ductal carcinoma. Uh, with that came all the stuff, I call it all the stuff, you know, through chemo and radiation and was on seven years of hormone therapy. And I uh, considered seven years of cancer-free. So in September last year, 2021, I went in for a uh, gastral issue and was found lesions on my liver through a a scan through a ultra scan and uh, had some biopsy and it just came back that I had, was diagnosed then with metastatic breast cancer. Um, yeah, so now I'm currently, I, I went through some extensive chemo immediately. I uh, did some carboplatin and Gemazar and I completed that in February and began my first line of treatment, which is a uh, Ibrance, 125 milligram Ibrance with letrozole. And that's what I am currently on. Um, seems to be working. Like, fingers crossed. Uh, I do have scans next Wednesday to determine oh. how, how we're moving along. I'm, I'm still pretty early in treatment. Mm-hmm. So we're doing scans every three months, which is essentially the only way to determine if the treatment is working or not. So it's, that's what brings some of that in what they call scan anxiety to the table, the discussion of, you know, you never know if it's yep. working or not until you get those scans to kind of give you an idea. Absolutely. And are you, are you feeling okay? And these side I'm effects? feeling good. Yeah. I mean, uh, two weeks ago, I had an inflorectomy uh, surgery. I had two my, weeks ago, two weeks. That ago. seems very recent to be walking around at a conference. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would never pass this opportunity up. Um, I had my ovaries and fallopian tubes removed, and I'm recovering well. Um, things seem good. So tell me, I, I want to ask a little bit about what you're doing here at the conference. I know you're involved in the This Is MBC project, which uh, I've talked to other people about in past year's iteration, but I know each year they kind of do something different. So tell me what your involvement was. Yeah. So when I first was diagnosed uh, last month, I was incredibly angry at the world. I really didn't even talk to anybody or tell anyone about my diagnosis. I was actually uh, just trying to process it and started chemo and it was really quiet. And um, when I, when the new year came around, I said, okay, I'm going to try to be part of this new way of life. And I joined a Facebook group for um, 
specifically metastatic breast cancer patients and thrivers. And there was a a, a form that went out from someone that said, hey, anybody want to go on a retreat to Tennessee? And, you know, all paid, all I heard, all I saw was an all paid resort <laughs> retreat. And I said, I'll do it. I mean, I might as well. And I signed up and I was, um, I, I, I signed up and I got chosen to go to this wonderful retreat in Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, where I met these 12 other women all living with breast cancer and with metastatic breast cancer. And the, the campaign that we did, that, we, that I participated in was um, interviews via video and photography, really truly getting to the, to the root of what is it like living with metastatic breast cancer. If, I'm not sure if anybody knows, but many funds are not dedicated to metastatic breast cancer. Uh, as a matter of fact, just a small percentage goes directly to that research. Most of the research goes towards uh, prevention and those sort of things, but not to like the patients that are already metastatic. And so this is an opportunity and a platform for us to say, don't ignore us. We are here. We want to live. This is important to us. And we want some more research done. We're tired of seeing each other die. This is really what it boils down to. But um, I met some amazing, strong women who I, I, and I was given this platform to really speak about my life as a, as a patient and now as an advocate. Um, I belong. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 45-year-old Latina, very proud Latina uh, from the LGBT community. And I noticed there was not a whole lot of specifically directed towards our community. And I felt, why wouldn't I take this opportunity to really create a platform, you know, to really utilize my platform as awareness? Because uh, we are also, you know, being, even if we all have the same diagnosis, I'm someone who still feels very alone in my world. So I can't relate to a lot of these women or people. You know, I mm -hmm. want to be able to relate and I would want, I wouldn't want anybody else to feel the way that I was feeling. Like I can't relate to the straight women and children and I need some, I would love to be able to have a conversation with somebody else who may feel just as lonely because there aren't very many programs out there for the diverse community that exists right now. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about where my future is going and these opportunities and I'm so grateful. Um, I really would not have done it without breastcancer.org either because their support groups are just amazing. Well, tell me a little bit about that. How did you find breastcancer.org? Well, after my retreat in May, I said, I've got to go out and date the cancer world and find out where <laughs> my people are at, where are my people at? So I just... I joined, a, I went through all the one, the, you know, kind of typed in breast cancer meetups and just went from there. And I just started uh, interviewing, I so to speak, all these different groups to see where, where, where do I find an LGBT support group, metastatic, you know, based. And there wasn't one. So I found a lovely, amazing, I, I found through breastcancer.org. They have amazing uh, meetup groups met uh, several times during the week. 
and they were specific to metastatic breast cancer. I said, oh, let's go there. And when I was in that group with metastatic, I found they had an even smaller group for the 45 and under, which again is another category of women that, oh, wow, that I belong in this group. So I've met some wonderful women and I've met a couple of unicorns. Um, that's what I call them. You know, they're hiding out in there. And it, it's so wonderful to be able to see how inclusive breastcancer.org is to everyone. Um, but uh, I'm so grateful for the for the virtual meetups and throughout the week at different times. Uh, I believe they just recently created one specifically for the West Coast. I'm in California, so sometimes a lot of the East Coast support groups are held so early in the day. And I am young. I still work a full 40 hour job. So for me to have to cut out or, you know, find time for that, I, I really appreciate it. They were, they're accommodating to everyone. Yeah, that's great. I know it is hard to, with the time zones to adjust. So what would you say, not to, to keep focusing on this, but have you, I know Clearly, from your comments, you've gotten camaraderie out of these meetups. But would you say you've learned things? Like, what what have you gained? What do you get out of them? I've gained uh, when when you're traveling through this disease, and you're you've got others you can bounce your ideas off of as far as treatment plans and what has worked for you. How have you dealt with the side effects? And it's very informational. It's very educational. I've learned a lot about the different treatment lines. Um, like, uh, you know, side effects can be huge and can be almost very discouraging to want to continue. So if you find someone that's on the same treatment line that you are on and they have some, some tips on how to get through some of these difficult parts, you know, it's been incredibly helpful during the actual group of virtual sessions, uh, the moderator posts links to articles that have even a, a more in-depth look at what you might be looking at. So it's incredibly helpful that somebody, I, I have found this is the only group that does that. And so it's, it's nice. It's, it's really um, just thoughtful. It's really incredibly thoughtful. I appreciate that. Excellent. Have you, I'm wondering, have you sort of pulled other people into any of these meetups or is it really people kind of need to find it on their own to get the most out of it? Oh, I am, I have told everybody that <laughs> I find my little, you anybody that I, you know, like 70% of the women that went on our retreat was under 40. Mm. And I was very like, come join this group with me because I find it would be really helpful to not feel so <laughs> out there. I mean, there's tons and so many support groups. That, there's no lack of that. It's just about finding the one that just really fits with you. I felt like I was dating because I would walk into a support group and kind of take a look around the room and cross it off my list. Nope, not that one's not going to work. Let's move that's, on. To the it's not the right swipe. Not the right, <laughs> nope, let's move that. Move on. Let's go on to but, but it was, it, it was, it, it took time to, I, I can't even tell you how many I went through before I found breast cancer.org, but I love that it's more inclusive. Like I said, breast cancer was the only one that I had found that doesn't have metastatic in their name, but does a lot for the metastatic community. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, for somebody as a metastatic patient and for somebody who knows 
who's who knows people all over the country that are metastatic, it'd be, you know, they were like, what? You found a group <laughs> that is, what? I go, yeah, 45 and under. It's like, and it's not, it's really nice and intimate, but it's big enough where you can talk and bounce ideas off of and talk about your what's what you're going through and you form a kinship. I have to say it's it's kind of scary when you find a kinship with people because you know they're where where their track is headed. We're all know, mm-hmm. you know, we're all fearful about getting connected to someone and attaching ourselves and having a relationship with someone that you know, that may pass away from the exact same thing you're going to pass away from. So it's just sort of, there's this, there is a light silver lining to everything, but there's also that dark cloud that sometimes we face. It's bittersweet. It is very bittersweet. But I I think that was huge for me and that I didn't want to attach myself to anyone Mm. or get connected to anyone. I don't want to be sad, Mm. but I also don't want to, I think it's so important to, stand up and speak for those that don't didn't get to no i i feel like i've really been given an opportunity that is i can't turn away from as as someone who has a therapist and says what is your legacy you're ready to leave behind what does that mean (laughs) well you're doing it and i think that that's i have found where how to be helpful wanting to do better and leave something behind so others will feel hopeful and not so alone it's so important for me to think you're not alone going through this it's already tough enough absolutely vanessa thank you so much you're very welcome thank you thank you for listening to the breastcancer.org podcast please subscribe on itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts to share your thoughts about this or any episode email us at podcast at breastcancer.org or leave feedback on the podcast episode landing page on our website. And remember, you can find a lot more information about breast cancer at breastcancer.org. And you can connect with thousands of people affected by breast cancer by joining our online community.